0: G'day humans, Chris Funder here with Fruity as Alex
1: for another edition of Wrestling all Alex, how you going, mate? I'm doing well, mate. Uh, as the EVP of the Fruity's Ultimate Game Show's WCW, I will happily say that this has been a good week for my roster. <laughs>
0: yes, um, wow. <laughs> yes, indeed, um... With that being said, I suppose we should move into the wrap. Uh, Alex, anything to report from AEW Dark or Impact Wrestling Impact this week?
1: Uh, Impact was meh, so let's not worry about that. (laughs) Did you make time for Dark
0: and the three-hour Dark
1: show? I did not make time for Dark. Um, the only bits of Dark I watch is whatever Matthew puts on Botcher because Taz's commentary is absolutely insane on AEW Dark.
0: Yeah, it's it's Best Watch with a, uh, a nice cold beverage of uh, a certain adult nature. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, uh,
1: hearing Taz sing Jungle Boy's theme song is the greatest thing ever.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know why, but yes... <laughs>
0: anyhow uh let's go on to something we probably both watched uh nxt this week yes Um, wow so start off with a quarterfinal uh dusty roads tag team classic match msk defeating drake maverick and killian dane a women's dusty roads tag team classic first round match the team of big lady called Raquel Gonzalez, and the heartbreak kick Dakota Kai, defeating Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea, who have Robert Stone in their corner. Is this the new Robert Stone brand?
1: I guess so. I guess so. I guess Kamea's been brought into the mix. Uh, A singles match where Tyler Russ with
0: Malcolm Bivens defeated Dante Rios, a Dusty Rhodes tag team men's quarterfinal match where the Grizzled Young Veterans defeated Kashida and Leon Ruff. A singles match where Bronson Reed defeated Isaiah Swervebro Scott and a non-title tag team match where Finn Bella and Kyle O'Reilly defeated Danny Burch and Annie Lorcan. Don't okay. you love
1: it when they get your singles champ to beat the tag champs in a tag match?
0: Yeah, let's start there. Did this need to happen whilst they're pushing a
1: tag team tournament? Yeah, just dumb. Just real dumb.
0: <sighs> like, Finn got the pin here as well, didn't he? Mm hmm. So it's not even setting up that un- Undisputed Era could challenge with Kyle and someone It's.
1: I've <sighs> got a weird feeling that Finn's going to be a part of Undisputed Era. Well, it'd
0: make more sense than his uh, nobody's club.
1: Yeah. I remember when
0: that was a thing?
1: Yep, yep, yeah. Well, Finn needs something to freshen him up because, quite frankly, Finn Balor just doesn't do it for me at the moment. No, but I'm sure he does it for a lot of people. Have you seen his ads? Yes. <laughs> And sometimes I would I will happily admit it does it for me too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man. Um good to see Bronson Reed back. But where's yeah. old uh former LA Crows player? What's his name?
1: <laughs> Tony Modra. yeah. Yeah, we haven't seen uh we haven't seen old Vinky since he um since he was on Raw with MVP. <laughs> old Slappy. Yeah, Yeah. who would
0: have thought Slappy would have done the better out of the two of them?
1: Uh, Did he? (laughs) Did he he do better? (laughs) I think not being on TV might actually be better.
0: Than being in uh,
1: (laughs) retirement. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Anything else of note here? Of course, uh, your favourite women's tag team, pretty much the only women's tag team still left in the company, having a win, which makes sense
1: yes yes it really does make sense i think it was honestly silly to not involve some of your main roster tag teams in this dusty roads tag team classic because a lot of these matches are just like oh yeah there's no chance this team wins so yeah um msk so we got it confirmed this week i probably should have talked about it during impact that trey Miguel is still in impact
0: yeah a bit bit sad but uh i suppose he's doing what's best for
1: him yeah yeah um i was always under the impression that trey Miguel was the talent the talented one out of the three after seeing him cut a promo on today's episode of impact that just happened. Yeah. Nah. MSK is the way to go. (laughs) MSK is the stars and yeah, Trevor Girl, (laughs) No, not a fan. Um, for all,
0: I'd say thumbs up NXT. Good job this week. Other than your main event, (laughs) it was a good show.
1: Yeah. Uh, was just NXT in general. Everything's generally pretty solid, except there's just the main event scene. Just it's a little bit confusing.
0: Where was old Killer Cross this week?
1: I don't know, but he's been tweeting back and forth with Randy Orton on Twitter the last 24 hours. Oh boy. Randy Orton just like, out of the blue, tweeted to Killer Cross, like, uh, carry and Cross, what are you doing in NXT still? Hurry up and come up to the main roster and make some money and drink some beers with me.
0: <laughs> Not the first person I would go to when I think Randy Orton has a protege in NXT, but yeah, okay, then
1: I can see it. I can see it. It's a uh, Tall dude with a six-pack and some horrible tattoo choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thumbs up this week,
0: NXT. Um, do something with Finn and the title.
1: Yeah, thumbs up from me too. Just, yeah, pull your finger out and create an interesting storyline. And who knows? They've advertised for well, as we're recording this, tomorrow's NXT, that Edge is going to be there. So who knows? Maybe something interesting will happen. Probably not, though.
0: (laughs) I doubt it. Um, How about AEW Dynamite did you watch? I sure did. So we had the opening contest of Eddie Kingston defeating Lance Archer. A tag team match where the Inner Circle, Jericho and MJF, who had Hager, Ortiz, Guevara, Santana and Wardlow ringside, defeating the Varsity Blondes, that's Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. A singles match where Hangman Adam Page defeated Ryan Mammoth. Now, you mm-hmm. know whose brother that is.
1: Do I, yeah, they made it pretty bloody obvious because they dressed him up like the 2010 version of his brother.
0: <laughs> yeah so we'll get there in a moment uh a singles match where jungle boy with luchasaurus defeat dax hardwood with cash wheeler and tony blanchard in his corner a singles match where dr Britt baker dmd with rebel defeated Shayna. and in your main event an eight-man tag team match that saw the impact tag team champions the good brothers and The AEW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, defeat the Dark Order members Reynolds, Uno, Silva and Grayson. Uh, Your thoughts, Alex?
1: Wow, that main event was insane. I loved it so much.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree there as well. I I was Um, hoping in December, though, we are going to get a bit more of a serious push from uh, Dark Order. However, this could be sort of a a babyface turn for them against
1: um the elite Yeah, I, I think the past few weeks they've sort of been booked like baby faces. Um you know the whole hangman thing was sort of designed to give you sympathy for the Dark Order, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, so Ryan nemeth uh whose brother is that? Is he gonna steal your girlfriend?
1: Yeah, well that's Dolph Ziggler's brother, it's Blatantly obvious, because somewhere in the past six months, Ryan Nemeth, who normally has brown hair on the indies, has decided to bleach his hair, uh, decided to start wearing some pastel-coloured tight short shorts, and decided to start wiggling his hip in the matches. Wiggling his hips. Uh, ah. Yeah, now I
0: did get up during this match and only caught the, uh, the end here. Um... Was Vicky ringside at all?
1: That's what I was going to say. They missed the perfect opportunity here to do something with Vicky. Like, they could have just, like, had... Just had Vicky think it was Dolph and, like, run into the ring and, like, try to make out with him. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, Jack Swagger's there, too, because, like, at one point it was, like, Dolph and Swagger and Vicky is a faction.
0: I think... Make out thing, it'd be a bit too impact for AEW's taste and audience.
1: Well, could, she could have gone in for it and then, like, looked and realized, Oh, oh, sorry, I thought you were someone else. And then right, she just walks away.
0: Yeah. Um, what's going on with this women's division? Are we building to another Britt Baker challenge?
1: Uh, when was the last time she challenged?
0: It feels like she was challenging before she got injured.
1: Yeah, well, she's never had a title shot. Ah. Fair so, enough, then. I would assume that this tournament that they're going to do is going 100% just to put Britt Baker over. Yeah. Um, Although, the return of Reho is very interesting to me, so that'll be good That. To... It's good that she's back on American soil and in this tournament.
0: Yeah, a, a year and a bit in, and their women's division needs a lot of work. Um, you can say so much of it was because they were relying on the Japanese wrestlers, and there was the uh, border closures with the quarantine, but you've still got so many North American wrestlers there too. But you can't just use that as your
1: main excuse. Also, every time they brought someone in, they got injured. <laughs> it was like, Chris Statlander, injured. Nyla Rose got injured for a little bit. Nyla Rose got COVID at one point. Brick um, got injured. Rick got injured. Swole got, got injured. In- Swole got injured. Abaddon got injured. The one- only
0: one that didn't get injured was the one they can't do anything with.
1: Oh, thunder Thunderosa. Yes, Thunder. <laughs> well, well, Thunderosa got COVID, so that's why she disappeared for a few weeks. Oh
0: man, um, yeah, good show. Thumbs up. I'd say it won the night, AEW uh, again.
1: Oh, big time, big yeah. time for me. Um, the whole post batch angle with Luchasaurus and FTR. Cutting the horns off and then, like, handcuffing him to the ropes. I loved it. I thought it was really old school. Like, even just having Luchasaurus sitting there with, like, Tully and uh, FTR Hair. I can't remember their names. So, FTR, FTR Hair handcuffed to him. That would be Cash, I guess. Yes.
0: Because the one who was
1: in WWE is Cash. Yeah, Not that Dax. makes sense. <laughs> but the bit that confuses me is the Dax sounds a lot like Dash. Dax. Sounds a lot like Dash. So then I go to think, oh, it's Dash. So it must be Dax. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it, it's a bit confusing. Um but yeah, I thought that whole angle <laughs> was fantastic. I loved it. It reminded me of like early nineties, like WCW. There was like a segment where it was actually the four horsemen. Um, it was, I think, Sid Vicious and Oli Anderson had to get handcuffed to El Gigante, the future Giant <laughs> oh, Gonzalez, Jesus, no. and that so they couldn't interfere with uh, Sting versus Ric Flair for the world title, and Sting ended up winning, and that was his first world title win.
0: <laughs> oh, John Gonzalez. I love yeah. how they they casually show that when they show highlights of the streak, it's like yeah, he fought John Gonzalez, and it's like he won via DQ due to a chloroform rag.
1: Yeah, I still think John Gonzalez broke the streak.
0: It's, uh, <laughs> WWE revisionist history: we tell you what we want to.
1: <laughs> the streak is over. It is now two and one. <laughs> Oh man. Um, Suppose speaking of streaks,
0: let's go to WWE SmackDown for edition one thousand one hundred
1: and nineteen. Oh, d- Whoa. Okay, we're hitting this up with the episode numbers now. Jeez. Ah, uh, why
0: not? Um. So start off singles match: Bianca Belair defeated Bailey. King Corbin defeated Dominic Mysterio. Daniel Bryan defeated AJ Styles. Five DQ after 12 minutes. A six-man tag team match after that where Big E, Daniel Bryan, and Shinsuke Nakamura defeated AJ Styles, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn five DQ after 10 minutes, Mm. which led into a 10-man tag team match of Big E, Daniel Bryan, Otis, Sheamus, and Shinsuke Nakamura defeating AJ Styles, Cesaro, John Morrison, Sami Zayn, and The Miz after five minutes. So after 20 minutes and two DQs where the matches got changed, it took five minutes in a 10-man tag to close the show.
1: Terrible. Yeah, that's just disgusting. Not to mention uh, brand split, guys. Come on. (laughs) Who? AJ. Isn't AJ supposed to be raw
0: because of the Heyman thing?
1: Yeah, AJ, Sheamus, Uh, John Morrison, The Miz. Miz... Otis, no, Otis nah, is still Otis Smackdown. Is SmackDown.
0: yeah. Sheamus so, is Raw. Yep. Uh, John Morrison and the Miz. Sheamus, Styles, Morrison, Miz. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> terrible. Very uh, terrible. Um. Yeah, this was a tough watch. Um, especially that that closing trio of matches. That was bad.
1: Um, Anything else that stands out to you, Alex? Uh, No, no. (laughs) Um, Just to be quite (laughs) blunt with you, this was a shocker. Um, It was good to see last week that WWE went back to their old ways where NXT was actually the best show they were putting out for a change. Back to the old ways of life.
0: Yeah, SmackDown uh, no
1: longer carrying <laughs> WWE. <laughs> yeah,
0: I suppose from there, did you make time for uh NXT UK or Two O Five Live or main event? No, I did not. What about uh, a certain piece of news that happened to come out of New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we um, might as well do take this time to to. Uh, talk about the double header of news from New Japan, both in America and Japan.
0: Okay, you can take it away, sir.
1: Well, we'll talk about strong first because that happened first. Uh, Kenta and the Bull club in the ring beating down a couple of people. I can't even remember who it was. Lights go out, lights come back on. It's Sabu, no, it's John Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> Where is old Sabu? Is he retired? Uh, he's still wrestling, but like the last I heard, like his partner, wife, manager just had a leg amputated, so now he's doing a heap of like fundraisers for her, which oh, is genie. really sad. Yeah. Well, that's sad. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah, Moxley attack.
1: Yeah, the homicidal, genocidal, never show up John John Moxley is finally in the New Japan zone. <laughs> and In the strong zone. <laughs> yeah. What's Mon Joxley doing in the strong zone? Um, he lays a bit of a, a beat down on Kenta and says that you can have your shot, and it's announced that... What's the event they're doing?
0: Uh, New... No, but- New beginning in
1: USA uh, 2021. Yeah, so we can finally stop bitching about it. It's going to happen. The thing that annoys me the most about this is
0: I stripped Moxley of the title because of a typhoon when he could have made it the next week or the next month and they have left it on him for, at this stage, 15 months, and then like, yeah, okay, well, we can do that match now rather than strip you.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I yeah, think, the, the logic. I think if they had to stripped him again, and Kent is going around, oh, I'm the US champion, and the lights go out, and then it comes on and it's Moxley, and he's like a man possessed. I never yeah. lost that. I'm coming for you February.
1: Yeah, that would be even better. <laughs>
0: I'd be more invested because at this stage, it's just get the damn belt off Moxley and let's move forward with New Japan
1: strong. And the sad thing is, like, I've seen John Moxley interviews and he's, like, pissed. He's so pissed about this New Japan thing because he wants to wrestle in New Japan. But this whole thing is just... The whole pandemic and AEW and all that sort of stuff has just put a halt on his plans for being a part of new Japan and he loves Japanese wrestling. Yeah. Um, Speaking of AEW people that love Japanese wrestling, this is just random, but let's sidetrack again. Um, Tony Khan said in an interview, and I feel like you need to know this, that they asked him, Oh, who's your favorite Japanese wrestler of all time? And he said, Oh, probably at the moment, not at the moment, probably of all time. Uh, Yoshi Nobu Katamaru. Yes, get in, heel master. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Gato, you better, you better give Katamaru a good bloody bonus because <laughs> I have a feeling old TK's going to try to swoop, swoop away the old heel master.
0: <laughs> yeah. The the only problem is that Moni can't do the Suntory surprise.
1: No. No, um, we will talk about later another wrestler that couldn't do their one known gimmick thing in a big pay-per-view. But, well, um, last night, or, like, no, not last night, two nights ago, in New Japan. (laughs) Yeah, New Japan, a couple of days ago. Happened the same day as the Rumble, so whenever that was. <laughs> Look who swerved the internet. All of us, including Meltzer. And then Meltzer comes out and says, Oh, no, nah, I knew all along he signed a longer contract. Whatever, Big Daddy Dave. Um, Jay White is back in New Japan. Thank God. I, I feel like he's done everything he needs to do there and there's not much left for him, so I was half interested in seeing him in a new environment. But he, there is a little bit of unfinished business in New Japan for him. He needs a strong babyface run. Yeah, that's true. You could do that. So, yeah, that's the big bit of news from... From Gato Championship Wrestling. <laughs> oh, man, GCW. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, guess what I did on the weekend? You and your friends had a
0: light chip death match in your backyard? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, what'd you do?
1: I um, watched about seven hours of GCW's 24-hour live stream, Fight Forever.
0: Why: I watched it?: No, no, I mean why 24-hour was it like old stuff on demand or was
1: it like 24 hours of new stuff? It was a 24-hour live event. Oh no boy, no fans no, no fans, obviously. Um, it was to raise money for independent wrestlers and they raised like sixty or seventy thousand dollars or something, which was pretty impressive. That's good, yeah. Um every single match I saw, because of the time zone differences, like I was watching from like about midnight their time till about five o'clock in the morning their time or like six o'clock in the morning their time. So I just caught all the crappy matches. <laughs>
0: You're going like, out in the death spot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the matches that they're just trying to get through. So just to chew up some time so they can say they did the 24-hour wrestling event. But yeah, uh, what I saw was horrendous.
0: Oh, boy. Um, wow. Well, good that they raise money for independent wrestling. Um, GCW, not my style of wrestling all the time. Um, WrestleMania, I do make the exception and from time to time, I'll check out their stuff, but, um, yeah, good for them raising some money there. Now, I suppose onto the main event of the weekend, Alex, are you ready for the Royal Rimble?
1: (laughs) The Royal Rambo? The Royal Rimble. The Royal Rimble.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, did you watch the kickoff show?
1: Believe it or not, Chris. I sure did. Wow. <laughs> because... I was genuinely excited for Rumble Day. This happens every year. I get really excited for the Rumble.
0: Um, yeah, because I didn't watch the kickoff, but there was one match on the kickoff, and as I'm watching the Rumbles themselves, I'm like, hang on, what the hell are you idiots talking about? That didn't happen on SmackDown or Raw this past week, because... There was a surprise women's tag team match where Oscar and Charlotte Flair, the champions for the WWE Tag Team Championship, were defeated by Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler yet again. York. That, that
1: wasn't a surprise. They announced that on Raw. Yeah, there's so much that happens on Raw. I
0: don't care <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, the big surprise to me was that this was announced for the main pay-per-view and then it got moved to the kickoff.
0: Yeah, um, (laughs) why did we change the titles in the first place and why are they back on Nia Jax and
1: Shayna Baszler? Because Charlotte needs more gold, baby.
0: Oh, God, don't remind me of Charlotte and her dad's angle.
1: Oh, man, they they need more of a reason for heat in this feud that no one cares about.
0: You know the the weird thing is this time last year they were talking up Lacey Evans as a babyface. She's a former I think it's Marine, my apologies if that's wrong. She's a yeah. mother of two.
1: Um blah blah a, a blah. Loving a loving wife, yeah. Looks after her kids, like just this strong like family woman, like role model, like just such a good there was a good foundation to a baby face run there. And then by the end of the year, oh, no, 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 she's a gold digger.
0: Yeah, that came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Like, they could have literally have picked any woman on the roster besides Lacey. I would have been a little bit more fine with it. Dana Brooke. But because, yeah, yeah, Dana Brooke, perfect. There's actually history there with Dana Brooke. Remember when, like, Charlotte and Rick F- had Rick Flair as a manager, and Dana Brooke was like following her around and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. It sort of leads itself into something that was going on there in the past. If you wanted to do that,
1: yeah. But instead, you pick like the one woman on the roster that you actually acknowledge as a mother and a wife. Yeah, stupid.
0: Um. Was there anything else of note on the kickoff? Like I said, I didn't watch. I only uh, pulled up the result here because I'm not going back to watch that.
1: <laughs> no, no, it was pretty trash. Nothing to talk about there.
0: Okay. Um, so we go going to the pay-per-view itself. Kicking off is Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg for the Big
1: Billy board shorts. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> In the uh the WWE World Title, not Universal Title, Championship match.
1: Yeah, we had a classic forty-five minute technical back and forth match here. Lots of uh, submissions targeting the limbs. Uh, yeah, just taking it nice and slow. And when you go, when you feel like you're going too slow, go even slower. Just classic old school '80s NWA main event here.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you just said. Um, <laughs> nice, slow, potting pace, um, not too fast. Really drew in the crowd for those near fours.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, I just I love the way they just kept working the leg, kept working the leg, you know, just taking their time with it. You know, he may have had him in a figure four leg lock for 25 minutes, but, you know, it made sense for the... nah. This was like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Two minutes and it's done. Goldberg didn't headbutt the locker door on his way out. Five stars.
1: <laughs> you know what? I, th- I honestly thought this was a pretty good Goldberg match. Like, hey. I'm, go on. I'm not going to say, like, it was a fantastic Drew McIntyre match, but I think it was a really good match for Goldberg. And I think the booking of this, like I've said before, I'm a fan of Drew McIntyre. I feel like I've got a connection with him because I took a photo with him once. So I feel like we're best mates. So, <laughs> um, so like, this match, Goldberg, in a way, was the perfect opponent for Drew McIntyre. Because every time Goldberg even laid a finger on Drew McIntyre, I was like, oh, no, it's over. It's over.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, Overall, good
1: match. Good, quick match
0: for what it would need to be.
1: And they had Drew, you know, take three spears and kick out of a jackhammer. No one's kicked out. Like, no one kicks out of the jackhammer, basically, unless you're like, I don't even know what Brock did.
0: Because they had those
1: Mate. two they had those two matches. And like the first one was that Survivor series match and it was just spear, spear, jackhammer, pin. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah I don't but, know. That's a good point. Um, yeah, like not many people have kicked you out of the jackhammer, like even in WCW, like especially WCW, no one kicked you out of it. So for him to get the rub like that to kick you out of it. Every time he got speared, I thought it was over. Especially when he got jackhammered, I thought it was over. I bought the near falls and it was the best possible two minutes and 32 seconds you could have gotten out of Goldberg. So, bravo, lads.
0: Yeah. Uh, From there, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match, Sasha Banks defending against Carmella with Reginald in her corner. Maybe it was just me, but this match did go a little
1: long. Little long, little yeah. long, but oh wow, yeah. So you've got the times up here. I thought this was a lot longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> so that that gives you a point. Apparently, it was ten minutes and twenty-one seconds. Um, there was at one point where Sasha Banks basically saved Carmella's life because Carmella. Oh. The to C, you know, yeah, basically
0: yeah. snaps her neck. It looks like because she goes, Yeah, like oh.
1: you remember that dive Leda did to Trish and Leda broke her neck. That's exactly what it looked like.
0: Yeah, it it did not look good. Um, overall, okay, sort of match. Um, for where Carmella is compared to a Sasha Banks, um, Sasha gets a win here to retain,
1: yeah. Let's get into the nuts and bolts and the fun of it all now. Really? Yes. Bad Bunny. Oh.
0: I have no idea who this guy is, so you can take it away.
1: I had no idea who he was, but I've seen the argument on Twitter all week that he, and I've seen the facts, I've checked it out myself. He was literally the most streamed artist in the world in 2020. So, I give WWE...
0: If he's the most streamed artist, that's that's not good.
1: uh, I think it's just because he's a Latin artist and all of his songs are in Spanish and all that sort of stuff. So, that's probably why we don't know who he is. But he he got something like 40 billion views on YouTube. Just insane. So, I will give WWE credit. Like... Wow, you guys actually picked an, a celebrity that's somewhat relevant right now, so good for you guys. That's not normally how you guys do it. No, not at all.
0: Um, so, yeah, following that is the women's Raw Rumble match. First in is Bailey from SmackDown. Number two is Naomi from Raw making her return.
1: Yeah, all right. Let, let's already... Already, let's dive into it. This is going to... This whole episode's going to drag a bit through the Rumble matches because I've got a lot of thoughts. Yeah. First of all, did you enter the post-Wrestling World Rumble pool this year? (laughs) No, I did not. So I correctly guessed the number two entrant for the Women's Rumble. So I have to brag about that. And I was eight. uh, There was like eight people that picked it out of like hundreds. So I'm very proud of that. Also had no idea she was gone. <laughs> I picked it not thinking it was a surprise entry. I was just like, Oh, who's a baby face that they can have come out. Cause you generally, if you're not going to have number one, win it number one's going to be a heel. Then baby face comes out at two. So, oh, who's a baby face on SmackDown? Oh, Naomi, I'll pick her. Didn't even realise she's not even on SmackDown anymore.
0: This goes back to our uh, October talk of the Branson fleet being irrelevant and meaning nothing going into Survivor Series.
1: Well, apparently she's been away since before the draft. (laughs) I had no idea.
0: To be fair, neither did I.
1: No, and, like, that's just no disrespect. I just... Yeah. You could have told me... Like, you could have brought Dana Brooke out at number two and said she was a surprise, and I would have been like, oh, okay, she must have been gone somewhere. Even though she's been on Raw every week, I would have just believed you if you said she's been away for six months.
0: Yeah. Um... Following that, number three, Bianca Belair from SmackDown. Number four is Billy Kay from SmackDown, who sort of stalls ringside, goes and joins commentary for a bit, and every time someone new comes out, she sort of tries to get them to join her. Uh, one of
1: the MVPs of this match.
0: <laughs> one of honestly, the saving graces of this match, honestly.
1: Oh, I'm, I thought this match was pretty good, but... We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I think we're going to have words about that, I guess. But I thought Billy Kay was so funny all throughout this match.
0: Yeah, she's doing a lot better than her former Iconics teammate.
1: But number five... Just going to remind the humans I called that, by the way.
0: (laughs) Number five, it's Tank Girl Shotzi Blackheart with her tank.
1: Yeah, uh, I was uh, outside literally having a leak while <laughs> she came out. So so I was like, oh, I walked back in. And by the time I'd gone back in, she'd already been eliminated, I think. So... <laughs> yeah, because
0: number six is Shayna Baszler, who doesn't take any of that crap. And the first elimination is Shotzi Blackheart by Shayna Baszler.
1: Yeah, so I completely missed Shotzi Blackheart in the Rumble. I had no idea she sh- she showed up. Yeah, bit of a,
0: a blink and you miss at moment. Uh, yeah, number seven, who Billy Kay tries to go and uh, pull on her side. It's Tony Storm, but
1: she memes. has none of it. <laughs> the memes that have come out of that just so good. Tony staring at the camera, whilst Billy Kay is like handing her her resume. <laughs> Just um, oh, it warmed my heart to see like Billy K mix it with some of their NXT Aussies in this match.
0: Find that number eight, Jillian Hall, who Billy K teams with for a while. Billy and Jilly, I'm all in. <laughs> As Billy K officially enters the match at this point, number nine representing the Right to Tip squad is Ruby Right to Tip. Because she has to have two T's to be legally copywritten.
1: Yes. Uh, Also, I just quickly back to Gillian Hall. She's one of those people that I never knew I would ever mark out for, but I marked out hard for Gillian Hall pretty much because I forgot about her entire existence, no offense. What about her singing? Oh, yeah. You know you want me. (laughs) <laughs> all right, I'll never do that again, but there's a sound bite for you, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so number 10 is Victoria here. Surprise oh, entrance. Man. But we didn't have the good Victoria song.
1: No, we didn't get all, all the things she said by Tattoo. Yes. That would have been so good. I've R- seen Victoria wrestle live once. What did she come out to? Did she come out to all the things she said? Yes, of course. Oh, good, good. (laughs) No, I'll be going, Um, hey, I want a refund. (laughs) Yeah. This was uh, the first of an instance of a Fruity's Ultimate Game Show WCW roster member showing up in a Rumble match.
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Um, (laughs) From there, number 11 is Peyton Royce. Oh, you poor dear.
1: Yes, Although, it did provide a really good spot here. Oh, what's that? Well, um, Billy and Peyton sort of team up together for a little bit. Peyton goes to do the iconic pose. She does it. She goes, oh, iconic. Billy starts to do it with her. But she looks over and sees Ruby Riot staring at her. So she just stops mid-sentence, like mid-iconic. Yeah. And, and it was just great. Good, good yeah. little cry back there.
0: Uh, number 12 from NXT, Santana Garrett.
1: Wow, did not expect her. Yeah, so, wow, the crowd went mild. Jeez, that would have been good to see in a 45,000-seat stadium, just like 45,000 people trying to figure out who came out. Because I saw Santana come up and I was like, what? Proud and powerful entering the Women's Rumble? <laughs>
0: Oh don't worry, we'll get there in a moment
1: <laughs>
0: um yeah i I think because she hasn't been on NXT TV that much recently, it took me a at moment all. to register
1: yeah um, at all yeah just it was really weird. she's one of those people that apparently got quietly called up like before summerslam, but they just haven't used her on the main roster.
0: Oh, jeez. Number 13 is Liv Morgan of SmackDown. Number 14. Hey, look, it's Chris's pick for Rookie of the Year last year. Rhea Ripley of NXT still. What the hell? (laughs) Uh, Um, I was hoping you'd be gone from NXT at this point.
1: (laughs) Well, I think this was it, right? Like, this was like how Shayna Baszler entered the Rumble last year as an NXT wrestler, but then but that was her transition to the main roster. Shayna Baszler, as well, was the runner-up in that Rumble, so... True, true. So, uh, I'm thinking this is... Yeah, this is Rhea's call-up, and they gave her a almighty shove in this Rumble match, so it's pretty clear they see a lot in her. Yeah.
0: So, number... 16 uh 15 here sorry the halfway point is charlotte flair of raw number 16 of raw dana Brooke, number 17 the hall of famer tory wilson
1: yes um yeah she she was oh, oh, she was horrendous in 2018 in the women's royal rumble but this year she was pretty good
0: yeah i'd have to agree yeah. uh number 18 oh my god it's rick oh wait no it's a Falcon, It's slacey evans yeah number 19 of raw the killer queen herself mickey
1: james <laughs> yes yes um i was like oh my god mickey oh my god they brought back another legend and then i remembered like oh yeah like a few months ago she was challenging Oscar for the title
0: And she sold so good, the ref thought she was injured. Yeah,
1: and then we haven't seen her since.
0: Because she then got injured the next week, legit. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Uh, Number 20
0: is Nikki Cross. And the crowd goes mild. Two thirds of the way through. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this is when, for me, it sort of just dropped off a cliff. Number 21
1: Alicia Fox, uh, which immediately a minute afterwards on Twitter, someone tweeted, "Uh oh, Alicia's back." You know who tweeted that? Who? At Noam Dar. Yes, get in, <laughs> no more Dar. <duh. laughs> yeah. So I thought you would you would pop for that, yeah. <laughs> but
0: like, yes, I loved Captain Fox coming out, but. Oh my god. This uh, truth
1: comes out.
0: Twenty-four
1: <laughs> seven geeks. <laughs> did we need this? Uh yes, because Alicia Fox became a twenty-four-seven champion.
0: <laughs> my point is did we need it whilst the match was going on? Could she not have been eliminated and then tripped our truth and rolled him up?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was Yeah, it was a bit silly.
0: Um, number. Where are we? I might have That's missed good. it because I think it was when Nikki Cross was eliminated. The cameras on her, and we completely miss Bailey being eliminated by Bianca Belair, and then oh, get a yeah. picture in picture.
1: Yeah, uh, we had a AJ Styles debut. Uh, Edge Edge's first spear back moment at this year's Rumble and this time it was completely missing Bailey's elimination and what the hell yeah
0: Um. number 22 is Mandy Rose of Raw number 23 the heartbreak kicked Dakota Kai from NXT uh,
1: oh, oh Kai <laughs>
0: <laughs> righto one day you can do that Um, You do your own recording of that song (laughs) to new lyrics. I think she kicks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Number 24 is Carmella of SmackDown, who has Reginald. Good spot here where she gets lemonade. Reginald catches her. When number 25, Tamina, comes down attacks Reginald. Carmella jumps down, but because she went over the top rope, and her feet are on the floor. She's eliminated herself. Yep. Yeah. Number 26 is Lana. Number 27 of Raw is Alexa Bliss, who gets in yeah. the ring, begins to transform, and Rhea Ripley goes, I ain't having any of this shit. Get the f out of here.
1: <laughs> and just yep. eliminates her. Huh? Just yeets Yeet. her <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, that was. I. Rhea Ripley's watched enough Dragon Ball Z to know when someone's about to transform into something dangerous. So she's like, (laughs) yep, getting rid of her now. (laughs) Nappa, what's her power level? Silver (laughs) 9000. Yeet.
0: (laughs) Speaking of yeet, number 28, Ember Moon. Like, I still don't get this character.
1: (laughs) No. I, I actually. I actually think, like, seeing her do the tag team stuff with Shotzi Black, Blackheart and, like, her coming out in the tank with Shotzi, um, I think that works. And I think they actually work well together because they kind of look like weird Mad Max people. But, yeah. but, man, it's just... Yeah, when you see her come out in this Royal Rumble and you think, oh, yeah, oh. NXT Russell Amber Moon, would be good if she. Oh, no, she has been on the main roster and she failed abysmally. Oh. To be
0: fair, she was injury riddled. Yes. So, yes. Uh, I, God I, I knows think...
1: if, you, if you want to be cursed in the WWE main roster, just use the word riddled.
0: Anyhow, uh, number 20 <laughs> from Raw is Nia Jax.
1: Enough said there.
0: Um, and surprise entrant number thirty. Unless you're in North America, you wouldn't have known because it aired on WWE Backstage, where Natalya defeated Tamina in a five-minute match.
1: Thank you for reminding me. So I, I don't even care. We don't. There's no other way I could watch it. So I illegally watched WWE Backstage the night before this.
0: <laughs> Just out of some sheer coincidence that something
1: might happen. Oh, just generally I like, I've watched a few episodes of Backstage and I like it when they actually talk about the show because you get guys like Booker T and Paige that are just being like very candid about it, not being kayfabe, so I enjoy that part of it. But you have a match for the number 30 spot of the Women's Rumble. Natalia beats Tamina in it. Oh, well, Tamina, I guess that means you're going to have to come out pretty early in the rumble. No, she gets 25 anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it's Uh, what? Ten minutes later. (laughs) Five left spots. Uh, Like, just dumb. And then, like, announcing, like, they announced on backstage the number one and number two participants from the men's rumble, and that's not even the order they came out in for the men's rumble. That's what I thought.
0: I thought, well, we'll get there in a moment. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So as we go through some of the eliminations here, uh goes down to the final three, that being uh, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and Bianca Belair. Both Bianca and Rhea eliminate Charlotte. Rhea goes to toss out Bianca, who sort of gets caught up in the ropes, Ria goes over the ropes. They're both dangling. Now, at this point, to the naked eye, it looks like both of Bianca's feet hit the floor. Yeah, I've seen the screenshot. Um, they get back inside the ring. They're fighting. They're fighting. And Ria goes out. And I'm like, well, that's sort of uh a, a air let out of the balloon moment. Congratulations, Bianca. But I'm
1: just going, um third umpire so, so like we'll have a similar situation with the men's royal rumble as well but with this women's rumble going into this if you were to tell me bianca Belle is gonna win i'd be pumped i'd be so excited for it but because of what happens during the match And because, you know, Rhea Ripley showing up, surprise, although not really a surprise, but pretty much a surprise, because of a surprise entrant showing up, I got disappointed that the person I wanted to win won. (laughs) And that's the same thing that happens for me in the men's rumble. I I
0: wouldn't have cared that much. It's the fact WWE's camera work sucks, just flat out sucks especially in this Rumble match where it's missing key points or because if you watch WWE, their camera angle changes every three to five seconds to uh, imitate that there's action happening. But what it does, it tires you out because it doesn't give enough time for your eyes to adjust to the picture in front of you. So your eyes strain and it makes you feel sleepy. Yeah. So, and the fact, they used the camera angle to show a wide shot and it was close to the ground where you could see her, I believe it was her right foot hit first and then she sort of flung it up and as she's done that, her left foot's hit.
1: Yeah, and there's been arguments online. Jeez, I've seen some people get, like, way too offended (laughs) about it. Like, oh, if if you think... Both of Bianca's feet touched the floor. You're a racist. I've legitimately seen that tweet. It's like, no, I, no, it's I want Bianca to win. I'm just saying, like,
0: both Unbiasedly. of her
1: feet looked like they touched the floor. Yeah. What was it? Was it Bulldog, Sean? Yeah. She, Where it's argued that both of Sean's feet touched the floor. They did. They did. <laughs> Sean's feet. Both of them definitely did touch the floor at one point for, like, a split second, but that should be it.
0: Wasn't the camera angle they were using, like, didn't show it straight away, though, so the crowd on that side saw it?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So Um, I think that um, didn't help
1: either, the camera angle they were using when it did touch. And then the rumble that The Rock won, he legitimately, like, both him and the Big Show all out of the ring at the same time, and the whole thing is that... The Rock's meant to sort of hang on and Big Show falls out. But as Rock hangs on, both of his feet legitimately touch the floor before Big Show hits the floor.
0: Yeah. And the the
1: Rumble 2000, and they had to turn it into a storyline because of it. The, uh,
0: what's the other one, 2005 or 6, Edge is the last man eliminated, comes down to Batista and Cena. Yeah, the, that was... uh, double elimination perfectly, timed, never to happen again.
1: Yeah, like a shoot double elimination. Uh, <laughs> 2005, yeah.
0: Big um,
1: Dave won that one. Overall, I'd say a pass on the women's
0: match. I felt if you had have kept the 24-7 stuff out of it and maybe done a backstage locker room thing where Alicia Fox ran into them or after Fox was eliminated and they're running past and Alicia takes it, I think it would have been a lot better to have them come down and physically enter the ring it was a bit too much.
1: Yeah. Um, I I did enjoy the match. I thought the finish was good. Like The final three was a fantastic choice, like Charlotte, Rhea, and Bianca, and I loved the back and forth between them. What really pissed me off in the end of there was the Charlotte Flair elimination. And no, not because she got eliminated. I was very happy about that. Um, it's because she gets eliminated by both Bianca and Rhea. Michael Cole says on commentary, Charlotte Flair is absolutely devastated that she got eliminated. And they zoom in on Charlotte Flair laughing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's sort of just like, yeah, you got me, you got me.
1: It was just like, it was some Triple H bullcrap, like some like, 2004, 2005 Triple H bullcrap. Yeah.
0: um, Yeah, so what did you say, a pass, a thumbs up, thumbs down?
1: It was a thumbs up for me as a whole, because there was definitely some moments there that I really enjoyed. But, yeah, speaking of things we enjoyed. A... I...
0: Uh, The next match is the WWE Universal title blue strap world championship thingy. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman, the champion, defending against Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just giving the titles whatever title I want now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I thought this match was an absolute (laughs) banger, but then the finish.
0: Ooh, really? We disagree. I loved this. I love where Roman... Did, did you is... watch this live? I did not. I had work.
1: There's a very... I, I haven't gone back and watched it, but there's a very good chance that they edited the finish. Ooh, okay. Um.
0: Now, I love this. I love where the referee's counting. I think he's at eight. He's about to count nine. Roman at this stage is chained through the bottom of the um, light stamp with handcuffs from Owens. And he grabs the referee by the shirt and drags him into the thing so the referee's knocked down. Uh, yep. Owens goes to get him, low blows him. Uh, Heyman grabs keys, goes to unlock him. A seven ref comes out and starts counting. And then Roman gets to a vertical base around six or seven
1: oh, they've edited the crap out of this. Why? So what happens is, yeah, he takes out the ref. Paul Heyman comes in. Can't fit his sausage fingers underneath the structure to unhook the handcuffs. A ref- second referee comes in, counts to six, and then just stops counting for another minute whilst... Heyman struggles and struggles to uncalf the handcuffs. Oh no! <laughs> uh, and also another continuity thing that they sort of they should have been on top of another quality control thing. This, they're brawling backstage, and we just see the Mrs. Money in the Bank briefcase sitting on a pile of props backstage. <laughs>
0: Oh, poor Otis. He should have gone and taken it back.
1: <laughs> like, you should at least, like, keep an eye on, like, especially a thing like the Money in the Bank briefcase, this bright green thing that's going to stand out in the background. Yeah. Um.
0: Wow, I didn't realise that. Um, I said thumbs up. I really enjoyed this match.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the finish ruined it for me because of that. But if, I, I might have to go back and watch it because... If they've edited it, it might look fantastic now, and that's the only thing that ruined an awesome match for me, but it was still a thumbs up. Like, Kevin Owens had his working boots on, and boy, oh boy, did I start, like, having PTSD when I saw a chubby underdog, a pair of handcuffs, a Samoan heel (laughs) champion... I'm like, oh, and it's the Royal Rumble. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to do the Foley Rock spot with the handcuffs, aren't they? Thank God they didn't.
0: Oh, yeah. Um. Well, with that being said, we're four, four matches down, one to go it is time for the men's Royal Rumble. You know what I'm referencing there, don't you? No idea. Oh, it's on one of the um early rumbles when Vince is still doing commentary. And he goes, welcome to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Oh, man. Um, now, you had mentioned you watch backstage and they announced the entrances for one and two here, except
1: two came out as one and one came out as two. Yep. They announced Randy Orton was coming out at one and Edge was coming out at two. But then when Edge comes out at one, it just immediately clicks in my brain. Oh, he's winning. So they wouldn't want <laughs> to say like, oh, he won from two. So that's the only reason they would have changed it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this...
0: Um... I did see this online the day before, um, and I thought, oh, Edge wants Randy on that bat. He's going to come out first, and Randy's actually the first entrant, but he's just going to attack Randy as soon as he gets in the ring. But he attacked him on the rampway. Um Jeez. Third out was Sami Zayn.
1: Four, I also um, just want to say, like, going into this match, I was so pissed they announced one and two. Like Edge and Randy Orton. Because that's half the fun. Yeah, but in hindsight, it's a really good thing. Like last week on the wrap, we talked about how I was pissed that they announced Edge was coming back. They should have left it as a surprise. They should have left him coming out at one as a surprise. In hindsight, really good idea that they had Edge announced beforehand, or else it would have cut his buddies. uh, It would have cut all the momentum out from underneath him.
0: Uh, number three of Retribution is Mustafa Ali. Number five is Jeff Hardley. Number six is old uh, Ryan Namath's brother.
1: Yes, the brother <laughs> of Ryan. Yes. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Uh, number seven is old Shin, as yes. Cole says.
1: Yes, Honestly, Shin. shut up. Nobody's ever caught him that. Um... Well, good old Shin, it's the Shin of old, because he's got his shirt off, so that's a good thing, right? Like, we've got the music back, he's got his shirt off, so we must be getting a bit of the Shin of old. Please stop. Shin Shin. Anyway, let's talk about number eight, because boy oh boy. Yeah, Carlito. (laughs) Ten
0: years almost, and... No spitting in the face of people who aren't cool because obvious reasons.
1: Yes. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, that... He comes out, I mark out just hearing the music, and dude just looked huge. Yeah, he <laughs> just, looked uh, ripped. <laughs> just incredible shape. I messaged the boys, like, in my wrestling messenger group saying there's no way he walks back into gorilla after this match and Vince McMahon sees him and doesn't offer him a contract
0: doesn't say to him look at that
1: beef yeah <laughs> look at the size of that
0: Wow <laughs> um, what's the older uh, the
1: older uh, Bobby and Lex thing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> No, that's uh that's uh, almost that's almost like two R rated at times that Bobby and Lex thing.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh number nine of Raw is Xavier Woods. Number ten is the Intercontinental champion Big E. Number eleven is old Johnny Gimmick name. Yep. Uh we're gonna watch that Survivor clip one time. <laughs> uh yeah, we're gonna uh, number 12 is Ricochet.
1: Hold third. up a minute, player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ricochet's entered this match. The guy that lost the qualifying match for the Royal Rumble on Raw. They need people. <laughs> oh, yeah, just like, oh, Jay Uso, who was announced for this match. Where Where was he? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Don't worry Uh, Number 13 is Elias of Raw Number 14 of NXT is Damian Priest Number 15 And and at the halfway mark From Raw is The Miz Number 16 of Raw Is Matt Riddle Possibly uh, Brode (laughs) Number 17 of Smackdown Is Daniel Bryan A sentimental favourite as they keep pushing This might be his last rumble (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Is his contract up at the end of the year? At some point this year. Okay.
0: Uh, Number 18 is Kane.
1: All right. I, I was very meh when he came out. I'm like, oh, God. Like, I love Kane. Like, back in the day, I loved Kane. But him in 2021 I just don't need it but then when we see Kane and Daniel Bryan face off and go for that hug I I loved it again all over again I was all in again I forgot how much I love how much I loved Team Hell No so that was great <laughs> yeah uh, number 19
0: is King Corbin of SmackDown number 20 of SmackDown is Otis number 21 from SmackDown is Dominic Mysterio Number 22 of Raw, the U.S. champion Bobby Lashley. I like that they had this moment where uh, Lashley and Big E stare down and they're talking up, oh, it's the U.S. and the IC champs staring down one another.
1: Yeah, big meaty men slapping meat as well. And Bobby Lashley sent out a tweet saying, "Uh, Big E, you hang on to that title uh you hang on to that title until Survivor Series, I'll do my part and we'll face off then. I yeah. just loved... I loved that idea, like, just him just being like, I really wanted to face you, let's do it. And they talked it up on commentary as an important
0: meeting, like, how often in, like, matches like this or Survivor Series where it's the two champs and they sort of don't make a big deal of it?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was really well done. Um... Yeah, I'm all in on that match. Number Uh, 20, go on. uh, Well, I was just going to say, I I think it's going to happen at Mania. I don't know how they get to it, but I think we're going to get Bobby Lashley and Big E at Mania just because it was such a heavily sort of focused on spot in this Rumble. I agree. Number 23, look out, there's a hurricane
0: coming through.
1: Now... I feel like he's a surprise entrant all the time, everywhere. (laughs) Like, Impact, AEW, like, there's been a few rumbles now that he's showed up in. Like, this just, it's gotten to a point where it's not a surprise. So, (laughs) I I just was very underwhelmed with that.
0: I would have been more surprised if it was (laughs) Sugarcane, was it Sugarcane Shane Helms? Sugar Sugar Shane Helms. Helms.
1: Although, if he joined up with the previous surprise entrant, they could have formed a tag team called Sugar (laughs) Cane. Oh, well. But I I think the whole idea, or maybe I'm just justifying it in my head, was that the Hurricane was such an underwhelming surprise that it made the next entrant even better. Number
0: 24 is Christian and
1: Holy cow! am I happy to see him. I lost it, man. I was, like, in legit tears. Like especially, actually- especially when they zoom in on Edge, and Edge was so good in this. And it might have just... I'm going to say he was selling with his face so well, but I'm pretty sure it was all just real reactions. Edge just on the ground, and he looks up, and he realises it's Christian... And he's like got this smile on his face, and then you can almost see him think like how much this must mean and how much Christian went through to get here. And then Edge starts crying. Like yeah. it's just it's just perfect. It's just one of those moments. And it's as one of my mates said in a message, like it's very Christian for Edge to come back in the Royal Rumble in a giant stadium, sold out, everyone cheering his name, and then the next year, it's just so Christian for him to come back and it's the Thunderdome and his return reaction is a bunch of piped in, you still got a chance.
0: No, oh, Christian was always my favourite of the two.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. He's so good, so underutilised in his career. Excited to see what this means going forward.
0: Number 25 is AJ Styles who has Omos by ringside who helps eliminate a bunch of people for AJ. Number yeah. twenty.
1: I, I, I started marking out hard when AJ came out and I was like I don't know how they're going to do it. Are they going to have a Christian Coalition reference with Christian Cage and AJ Styles? <laughs> I was like begging for it. Come on. Just like just, like, have this moment where they're just like, hey. But Who was nah.
0: commentating the men's rumble?
1: Samoa Joe was on commentary. Oh, Graves. Joe. Joe, yeah. Joe oh, could have oh. referenced it. Referenced it. Referenced it. Yeah.
0: From there, number 26, Rey
1: Mysterio of Smackdown. Number 27. Oh my God. Rey Mysterio sponsored by Victoria Beer, proudly Mexican.
0: Yes, not to be confused with Victoria Bitter. Proudly brewed with 100% solar energy now.
1: If you're going to have one Royal Rumble entrant on this show get sponsored by Victoria Beer, wouldn't it have been Victoria? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I suppose when they go to ask,
0: what bar is Ray, they've got an easy answer. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, 27 is Seamus, 28 is Cesaro, 29 is Seth Rollins, and your surprise number 30 entrance is Braun.
1: Well, (laughs) Seth was the surprise, Braun wasn't.
0: I mean, was he announced to be number 30 or did I just miss that?
1: Oh, no, he wasn't announced to be number 30, but he, like, showed up at the end of SmackDown as, like, a big surprise. Like, I'm back.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so from there, your final five competitors are Christian, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, and Edge. At one point, Christian and Edge are on one side of the ring, while Strowman and Seth are on the other. Seth is going... Come on, we can team up. We can take them. We're the future, not them. And Braun turns on Seth and they eliminate Seth.
1: Um, following no. that... Huh? Nope. What? Uh, Braun lays out Seth, but Seth is still in the ring. Ah, Seth 100%. doesn't get eliminated until after Braun and Christian.
0: Yeah, so Christian and Braun are both eliminated. Edge eliminates Seth, thinking he's won. Randy comes back in, tries to go after Edge. Edge eliminates Randy, and Edge wins after an that hour. Ending.
1: Th- that ending, that elimination of Randy Orton was so unnecessary. <laughs> it was just like, I'm back, RKO, got to throw you out. Oh, no, I'm gone, bye.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I felt this was sort of an underwhelming end to the men's rumble. I know you're a lot bigger edgehead than I am. Um, I'm just not excited for it, considering you have so many other options in your men's division who have been there most of the past year, who aren't semi-retired, who you could have gone with. I think that's who you went
1: with. I think the biggest issue is star power and they just don't have enough of it. And that is entirely their fault, to be fair.
0: Oh, they shoot (laughs) themselves in the foot constantly. Look Daniel Bryan. Everyone got behind Bryan saying, this guy can be a star. We want to cheer for him. We want to give you our money. And they said, no, you're going to be in the white family and wear green overalls.
1: Yeah, the fact that this dude hasn't won a rumble where there's been at least three rumbles now where the fans were avidly supporting him and avidly thinking that it was going to be his year. just shows you how just tone deaf they are um i I thought like going into this, if you told me edge was going to win the rumble from number one, I'm all in on that because I'm happy for another number one uh win because they need to erase one of them for sure because it gets real awkward when they talk about they talked about it on um don't ask me why i was watching this i think i just saw a clip of it actually on the bump they said it was like a bunch of them there was like wrestlers there as well i can't remember who sam roberts and some other people and they're like yeah, who was the last person to win from number one? Like genuinely asking a question and there was just awkward silence and awkward <laughs> silence eight. and then just like they changed the subject.
0: Uh, so
1: it's good that they at least have a new answer to that question now. is quiet, please. <laughs> yeah, so they got a new answer to that question and that's cool. And going into this, I was... Very pumped for the idea of Edge winning. But because of the Christian return, it made me disappointed that Christian didn't win. (laughs) So I kind of felt a little deflated that Edge won. And um, it's the same thing as the Bianca thing. Like, going into it, I loved Bianca winning, but because Rhea Ripley showed up, I got disappointed Bianca won.
0: I thought Bianca would be one of the final two. I thought she'd win or Shayna I didn't realise I I'll put the tag titles back on Shana. Um, but I think it's a good decision. I think give it a couple of weeks, no one will care that her feet touch the floor. Yeah,
1: uh, exactly. They'll Edge, get over
0: it. Edge, I think it's a lot of people were going, well, look at people like um, Big E, Cesaro, Sheamus, Brian. Like Brian took maternity leave, which is fair enough, given the state of the US pandemic. Um But look at all these guys who have been here during the pandemic. Fair enough, Edge was injured, but he only came back last year as well. Yeah. To be Um,
1: fair, I think Edge was going to have a lengthy run going through the pandemic era. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Like, going into this, the names I heard floating around were Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura. Because... They've been doing such a fantastic job on SmackDown in recent weeks of rehabbing Shinsuke. The Daniel Bryan direction has been pretty obvious with Roman Reigns. But now, coming out of this, I don't think either of those two men are going to challenge Roman Reigns because I think it's going to be Edge.
0: Spear versus Beer
1: sounds uh, reasonable. Now- to be honest, that's the better option out of Edge versus Drew or Edge versus Roman Reigns. You need a piece of crap <laughs> heel to kill the edge. It works so much better with him.
0: Yeah. Um, I did notice King during the Women's Rumble. Oh, my God. He was peak attitude-era King at points. He should yep. not be on the Women's Rumble, put him on the Men's. However, he did bring up one good point, saying entry number one and number two have the same chance of winning. It's just yeah. never brought up. So... yeah. From number one was Edge, Michaels, and wrestler who shall not be named. And from yeah. number two was McMahon and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, earliest winner from the women's was Bianca Belair from number three this past year.
1: Who um, was? And uh, quick, quick trivia: Who was the last person to win from the number three spot? <laughs>
0: i can see it in front of me but oh
1: okay yeah there
0: you go yeah yes. i wouldn't have guessed that but go ahead and tell the humans at home who are playing along
1: yeah it was rick flair it was for the vacant wwf uh world title at the time and one of the best royal rumble matches of all time just go back check it out royal rumble 1992 and a great with different- a tear in my eye this is the greatest night of my life woo Oh, man, classic Ric Flair. And then, I yeah. mean, Gene utters the immortal line of, put that cigarette out! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Or when he's um, in the blooper reel they showed when he passed away, and, like, there's the thing where the um sign falls down. And he goes, effort. Does that look like $200 an hour to you?
1: Yeah, that actually aired live in the UK. <laughs> that's that's how the footage of it leaked, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Rumble. I say
0: overall, thumbs up. Rumble's always fun. Um, the women's one I said was passable. Um, the twenty-four-seven stuff and the finish took away from a uh, thumbs up for me. The men's I said was really good. Um, thumbs up for me. I just the only sour taste is you've had guys who've been there the whole year working and you give a twedge. But like you said, Edge is the main money draw going forward. They're going to try to get fans, so it makes more sense.
1: Yeah, they they did it last year for the guys that have never had the chance before. So this year it goes to the Star Power guy. Last year it went to Drew McIntyre, the guy that never really had the shot before. So I don't mind it so much because they did they gave someone a chance last year. But yeah... What do you think coming out of this? Like, theoretically, I reckon because it's a two-night WrestleMania again, your main event <laughs> of each night is the winner of each Rumble. Possibly, yeah. Because I th- honestly think the idea of Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair as a main event at WrestleMania could do some good things for the culture, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd yeah. be a really good match. It, um, it would be great for... It'd probably be really good, as d- disgusting as it sounds, it'd be really good PR for the WWE as well. Um,
0: and then you go Edge and Roman the next night.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's probably your best option, although if you, if you don't do Edge versus Drew... Who does Drew face? But if you, do, if you don't do Edge versus Roman, you can instantly think of a couple of people for Roman to face.
0: I think so. Drew, at the moment, I'd say Top Hill on Raw, in terms of a world title, would be Styles.
1: Oh, that's, that's a fair call, actually. Why do I keep forgetting about AJ? AJ? Um, yeah, that's a really good point. AJ versus Drew, Roman versus Edge. I think they kind of in a way set up Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania, the way Seth got rid of Daniel Bryan as well in this rumble match. So that's yeah. a that's a really good match to sort of build up to as well. Um so from
0: there, that's the SmackDown women's the universal and the world. What about the Raw Women's Championship? Where would you go there?
1: I was really thinking it was going to be Rhea versus Asuka or Rhea versus Champion Charlotte. Yeah. Um, She didn't show up when I thought she would show up, so maybe it's not happening on Raw for Rhea. Speaking of Raw... I didn't watch this week.
0: Did you happen to watch?
1: I watched it. Yeah, I watched it live. Um, I don't remember a bloody thing that happened.
0: (laughs) So let's go through some of the results here. A United States title match where Matt Riddle defeats Bobby Lashley, who had MVP in his corner. However, it was a DQ, so Bobby Lashley retains. A singles match where Xavier Woods with Kofi Kingston defeats Mustafa Ali, who had Mace, Slappy, and T-Bar in his corner because Retribution always loses.
1: Hang on a second. I just realized something. They just did the Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles feud. (laughs) So they're they're probably not going to do that for Mania. Uh, Go on. (laughs) A singles match where Damian Priest
0: defeat The Miz with John Morrison. A Raw tag team championship match where the Hurt Business, Cedric and Shelton, the champs, defeat Lucha House Party, Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado. Mm. Alex, why were Lucha House Party given this championship opportunity? And why did it go 12 minutes?
1: I don't know, but the fact that it was so dumb to bring them in here because they're in the semifinals of the Dusty Cup. So, you just have your raw champs beat someone that's meant to be a credible threat for the Dusty Classic for no reason at all. It was dumb. A
0: women's tag team championship number one contender triple threat match where Lulana and Naomi defeat Oscar and Charlotte and Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose in 12 minutes. A tag team match where Carlita and Jeff Hardy defeat Elias and Jackson Riker a singles match where Alexa Bliss defeated Nikki Cross in about seven minutes. Oh, and, God. And in the main event, Edge defeated Randy Orton in about 15 minutes. Anything think of note there people should go back and check if they haven't seen
1: oh, I don't know about that part, but there is stuff of note. Raw kicked off with, it, with Edge interrupting a Drew McIntyre promo, and then Sheamus comes out and is like, Oi, fella, don't... Don't be mean to my buddy. Edge leaves. Uh, Then Drew turns around and Seamus bro-kicks Drew. So they're not friends anymore. Wow, that Uh, whole
0: month was really important to him.
1: Yeah. uh, Big shock there. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross happened. And... This involved Alexa Bliss playing hopscotch whilst Nikki Cross is on the ground, and then once she gets to the end of her hopscotch, she just gently kicks Nikki Cross in the guts. Just so stupid, such a dumb spot. And then at one point, Alexa Bliss transformed into the old Alexa Bliss. Like... Like, the one that used to team up with Nikki Cross, and then Nikki Cross tries to give her a hug because she's an idiot or something, and then she transforms back into... Spooky Alexa Bliss is just dumb. Um, Yeah, and then, like, edge bait Randy Orton because Spooky Alexa Bliss appeared on the top corner of the ring, and... She was oozing black liquid out of her mouth.
0: Sounds great. Not watching you next week. Have fun, Raw.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what else happened? Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Damien Priest is on Raw now. That's all right, I guess. Defeated
0: Mr. Money in the Bank.
1: Hey, yeah, Damien Priest be... and his good friend, Bad Bunny, were on Raw. I still don't
0: understand why that's a thing, but you know what? You know who I'd like to see back?
1: Don't say Snoop Dogg.
0: No, isn't he off doing some other wrestling company at the moment?
1: Uh, I've never heard of him.
0: Okay, there's something else going on there. You can tell me off Um. Anyway, (laughs) Machine Gun Kelly.
1: Oh, man, how good was that? I forgot all about that. Yeah, when Kevin Owens power-bombed him off the stage. Yeah. Good on him. That was <laughs> sweet. You know who I, else I'd like to see come back? Stephen Amell.
0: I think he's going to pop up in AEW before he does WWE.
1: Yeah, maybe. But, like, he had a banger of a SummerSlam match. Oh, no, his partner was in, is in AEW now. Two Ash. of them are, and one of them's
0: commentating NXT.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. Like a year ago, it would have been all of them aren't in the WWE anymore. Three of them are, uh, two of them are in AEW, one's in the NWA.
0: Yeah, but uh, I suppose that's the end of the uh, wrap for this week, Alex. Um, where can the good humans find you?
1: We're we picking uh, television champs anymore. Um, yeah, I suppose we can if you like. Yeah, because this is. I don't know if I get too much of a chance to do this, especially in 2021. I don't know if the opportunity will pop up again. Who knows? So my, my, um, I should also mention Carlito had a tag match on raw. So that means Carlito is my TV champion of the week. I don't know if I'll get too much of a chance to do that. So,
0: yeah, that's fair enough. Um, for myself, uh, I'm going to say Rhea Ripley for her. I think it was seven eliminations in the Rumble.
1: Yeah. Good
0: showing, runner-up. Yeah, like I said on our first episode, our awards show last year, um, if she's not on the main roster in 12 months, they're mad.
1: <laughs> yeah, look at that went. Like, she's on pretty much. Well, she's on Survivor Series. She's on Royal Rumble. She was on WrestleMania last year. She's showing up at all the big pay-per-views. They just need to put her on their bloody TV shows.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so that
1: being said, uh, where can good humans find you? Find me at Fruity is Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling WrestlingOzStyle. And they can find Chris at...
0: at... I am Chris Funder as well. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling On Style Archive for free on SoundCloud, Google, Pod, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Nothing left to say, but day, and we'll speak to you next time.
1: You know you want me... <laughs>